Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's up, San Diego? Let's get right into the 4 o'clock hour. A lot going on. In Las Vegas, the Pro Bowl activities have begun. Nice. In Indianapolis, the Lakers have begun their tip-off. But right now, we're talking Aztec basketball. They get set to try to rebound after uh, the loss earlier this week. Uh, they take on Boise State here on tomorrow. Joining us. On the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, J.D. Lester, assistant coach for the men's at, men's basketball team. J.D., thanks for your time, and how are you? I'm doing good. Tony, Chris, thanks for having me. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. No problem. We want to talk a little bit about this this, this Aztec ball club. And uh, watching the second half of that Nevada game, at least from my standpoint, and you can please correct me if I'm wrong, it felt like Nevada hit some tough shots in that ball game, and it really wasn't necessarily the Aztecs in terms of the defense. It just seemed like Nevada made some tough shots. What was your take in that second half of that game? Um, I definitely agree with you. I thought Nevada stepped up and made some big-time shots. You know, They had three big-time players, uh, Blackshear, Baker, and then obviously Jared Lucas, and all three of them had really good nights. Uh, Blackshear had uh, 20 points a game, 20 points. Uh, Lucas had 26, and Baker had 19. So all three of their stars stepped up and made big shots, I think, when uh, in meaningful minutes throughout the game. I think that's why they came away with a win. But they definitely uh, credit to them for their ability to make shots and stay together as a team. Does this loss do anything to deter where you guys are going uh, with this team defensively, J.D.? It seems like I, I thought the San Jose State game – uh, was the best the Aztecs have played for a long stretch defensively. I think you held them without a field goal for 14, 15 minutes of that game. And I thought, you know, maybe you're getting back to it defensively. Does this deter you at all after a game like this against Nevada? Um, definitely don't deter us. I think, if anything, it, it's it's a motivation. I think we show glimpses throughout this season of what we can be defensively as far as our ceiling. Uh, you mentioned against San Jose, they only had 14 points in the first half. So I think for us, it's a matter of putting it together for a full game. We put it together for 20 minutes. We put it together for 25, 30 minutes. And I think the next step for us is to do it for 40 minutes. And I think it's an acclimation process. We have a lot of new guys in the rotation as far as Jaden Ledee, Darion Tremel, Micah Parrish, guys that haven't necessarily played in this defense uh, for a long period of time. And our defense is complex. And there's a lot of schematics to go into what we do defensively. And I think those guys are starting to figure that part out and starting to understand how hard it is to do it for 40 minutes. So I think the positive thing for us is we have room to grow on the defensive side, and I think we'll continue to make strides 
uh, as this season uh, continues to uh, move forward. Yeah, Ladie in particular has started to play well these last few games, and, and that brings me to my next question, JD. I mean, this ball club when I, when I watch it, you see the amount of talent, the depth that this ball club has. Uh, is is or do you think this ball club is on schedule in terms of? Being able to do that for 40 minutes, because we talked earlier in the year and, you know, the, the, the point of emphasis was we don't need to be great right now. We want to be great mm-hmm. into February, into March. Is this team on schedule to still be able to do that? Yes, sir. I think uh, we're trajecting in the right in the right direction. I think a lot of teams, they've already reached their ceiling right now at this point of the year. And I think we have a lot of room to, to grow and move forward. And that's, that's saying a lot when you're sitting at 17 and, and, and five yeah, yeah. and you're in first place in conference. So um, it should be exciting for our fans. I know it's exciting for us as a staff because we do have a lot of room to grow and we're looking forward to continue growing. Um, our guys have came in with the right attitude, right mindset. They understand that there's still room for improvement and they're, they're doing a good job every day, putting their best foot forward and, and stepping up to the challenge. One thing that's really impressed me, J.D., about uh, your staff and Brian Dutcher has been the Aztecs' ability to rebound from losses. We've seen it over and over again through the years. Uh, Very rarely do you guys have a losing streak. One game tends to turn into, that's it, one game. And you're able to put it behind you, get ready for the next game. How do you guys accomplish that, especially this week? Because Boise State's as tough of challenges you're going to get here coming up tomorrow night. I think it's all a testament to our leader. It's all a testament to Coach Dutcher. Coach Dutcher is a guy where the glass is always half full. He's always looking at things from a positive standpoint, and he's always looking at ways that we can improve. So he does a good job of once we lose, uh, learning from it, but then moving on and, and, and not living in the past and looking forward with a with a uh, optimistic mindset and perspective. And I think our team and our program takes on his uh, mentality when it comes to losses and and what they really mean is more of a lesson, more so than a loss. I think with the right perspective, with any loss, you can learn from it and you can grow and turn it into a positive. And I think Coach Dutcher, he preaches that and he lives that. He embodies that as a human being. J.D. Luster joins us here on the premier Chevalier of Carlsbad fan hotline, assistant coach for the San Diego State Aztecs basketball squad. And, and let's talk about Coach Dutcher because I, I got a, I got a chance to sit behind you guys' bench in the Troy game, and it just seems like he empowers his insistent coaches to 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 really, you know, put their fingerprints on this roster. Just talk about uh, the the ability to be able to learn from Coach Dutch and, and how you've been able to kind of um, add to your toolbox and in, in being on this staff. Coach Dutcher is amazing, man. You know, I'm I'm blessed. We're all blessed to be able to work for a guy like Coach Dutcher. Like you said, he allows you to grow. He don't pigeonhole you. He gives you a lot of autonomy to put your imprint on a program. Uh, he gives you a lot of responsibility. And if you're a coach that wants to become a head coach, there's not a better situation in the country than to work for Coach Dutcher. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys put you in a position to where you're, you're able to have that autonomy. But then when things go wrong, they also remind you at times, and that's not Coach Dutcher at all. He allows you to make mistakes. He allows you to grow. And he allows you to grow through, through mistakes and through trial. So – um, through every through every aspect of the program, whether it's recruiting, whether it's on the floor, whether it's in games, he allows you to grow as a coach, and that's rare. It's rare to have a leader like that, and 
it's an honor to be able to work for him every single day because I think he's the best in the country. J.D. Luster is with us, uh, assistant basketball coach, San Diego State Aztecs, home tomorrow night to Boise State, first place on the line in the Mountain West Conference. Can you talk a little bit about the season for Keyshawn Johnson? It seems like the last maybe two, two and a half weeks, Keyshawn Johnson is starting to believe that he's as good as we all know he is, and he's just playing with a bunch of confidence. That The block shot he had in the – I guess it was the Utah State game. It was one of the best plays I've seen all season by any college basketball player. But offensively, when he gets to the rim and his jumper's starting to fall a little bit, talk about working with this young man and making sure his confidence is where it needs to be. First first thing about Keyshawn is he's an absolute pleasure to coach every single day. Every single day he comes with a positive attitude. He's always yes coach, no coach, yes sir, no sir. He's always uh, coachable and uh, with an open mindset, willingness to get better. And I think what you've seen from Keyshawn over the last few games is Keyshawn, every time he steps on the floor, he's one of the biggest, strongest, and most most athletic guys out there on the floor. But now his motor has been turned on. And a lot of the plays he's making is because he's flying around now, he's playing with a motor, and he has a, a, a nose for the ball and a net for rebounding when he does that. He's had two double-doubles in the last three games, and a lot of it just because of his motor. And it's something that he could do every single night consistently. You know, playing with a motor is a, is a choice that you, you, you have every time you step on the court. And he's made the choice to play with a high motor the last two out of three games. And I think as long as he keeps doing that, he'll keep having the success that you guys have seen over the last uh, few weeks. J.D., one of the things that has been a consistent theme here, I don't know, now last 15 years at San Diego is, is the ability to keep getting better in the recruiting process. And just talk a little bit how the landscape has changed with the transfer portal and NIL. How has that changed things for the recruiting process overall, but especially for San Diego State? Well, one of the unique things about San Diego State is uh, now the transfer portal is very popular, but San Diego State has always had success uh, going in the portal, whether it was Tony Blinn to start, Muhammad yeah, yeah. Abukar, uh, it's just the, the list goes on and on. Malcolm Thomas, Tyrone Shelley, they've always done a great job of evaluating transfers and bringing in the right transfers in here. And I think Coach Dutcher is a star when it comes to knowing what transfers to take and what transfers not to take. And he does a lot of evaluation, not only of them as a basketball player, but their character, who they are as an individual, their family, who they're surrounded by. So for us at San Diego State, there's not there, there hasn't been a lot that has changed as far as the transfer portal. Now, what has changed, and I think the climate of college basketball has changed in general with the NIL. Right. And – you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of people now with the collectives and stuff. Now the NIL is another variable that goes into these guys' decision making. Now some transfers, you know, some of their decision making is not so not necessarily what's the best basketball fit. Now it's okay, what's the best basketball fit, and how can I benefit from the NIL? Right. right. JD Luster would have benefited for the NIL. I mean, this guy was an unbelievable <laughs> high school basketball player. I don't know if you guys remember. Mid two thousands, Hoover High School, twenty three points a game, two CIF finals, one CIF championship, right. dominated at Hoover High School, and uh, then he went to Wyoming, 
And all I remember is him hitting a shot to beat the Aztecs one time <laughs> while he was at Wyoming. So, so JD, it's so good look, having you on our side. I'll tell you that after that one in 2000, I guess it was 2010. <laughs> look, I got a, I got a, I got a funny story. When I was in sixth grade, I played in a league in San Diego called the Super 60 League, and I was the youngest guy in the league. And I remember Tony Gwynn Jr. playing in the league. And he was a big-time basketball player <laughs> for the viewers and listeners out there. He was a big-time – I had no idea how uh, how good he was in basketball because I was a young guy, and I knew he played baseball. But when I came to the uh, to the camp, I remember walking away and just being so floored by how good he was in basketball. So I was a young guy, and I, I remember watching you play, and I remember just, you know, being inspired and, and, and enjoying watching you play. So. I appreciate that, JD. I don't know if very many it's people good would to agree hear with you. But... say that because you tell us how good you are all the time. I'm glad to hear somebody else tell us how good you were. Uh, see, JD, hey, I, JD actually confirmed that for me. Yes. Yeah, I don't just give out compliments. So, you know, he was good. He could play. JD, I, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, love to do it again. Uh, good luck Friday. We want to get a victory here against Boise State to uh, reclaim first place for ourselves. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate you guys. Thanks, J.D. J.D. Lester, assistant men's basketball coach at San Diego State on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Yeah, I was reminded of J.D. when I was refereeing at Hoover High School a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, this yeah. Says big, they, they have a great display in their gymnasium. They've got some all, hoopers there, man. Of all of the great athletes that have gone to Hoover High School. Of course, the biggest picture is of Ted Williams, but J.D. Luster is very well represented there, and there's some other great athletes that went to Hoover High School. They've done a beautiful job with their display. It's on a wall. They give these guys a big, beautiful photo. I think it's a really nice touch anytime I go to Hoover High School and look at all the great athletes they have, and J.D. Luster was one of them. I'm telling you, man, San Diego is rich with athletes, man. You, all over the place, uh, San Diego is, is very well represented. Yeah. All right, uh, let's step away. Let's get to break. Finally, Chris's Super Bowl facts are here. More going to Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Thanks to J.D. Luster from the uh, San Diego State basketball team for joining us. You know, I was thinking of this the other day, Tony, about the Aztec basketball team, and I was so disappointed they lost the other night to Nevada. But like we said, they've got a chance to go back into first place tomorrow night against Boise State. How lucky we are rooting for the Aztecs because every year in the Mountain West Conference, there's usually two or three teams in contention for the conference title. Some years it's Wyoming, some years it's New Mexico, some years it's Boise State, some years it's Utah State, Nevada, Colorado State, whoever it is. But it's always San Diego State. Right. Like they're always in contention for the conference title. And that's, that's we're, a good we're, deal. We're, the people, teams in this conference, they get up every game. Yeah, that's their Aztecs. biggest they game. Get, Aztecs get everybody's best shot. And the fans. Uh, Ziegler's brought that up many times in his articles and to, and to us on this show that everywhere the Aztecs go, it's a whiteout or a blueout. Right. <laughs> right. It's an out. out. It's an out day. It's an out day, and they storm the core every time they beat the Aztecs. So, you know, it's a big deal. Uh, Is that a sign that it's time for you to leave the conference? Yes. With, it's with, time to leave with, the conference. With, get out of here. <laughs> go to the Big 12, please. I would love it. If that ever happened. Um, on another note, Scraby, <laughs> I can't I do now? how easily amused you are. Oh, the the, the precision passing event in the he Pro Bowl has, has been amazing. He's never been more excited in his life watching this ridiculous Pro Bowl skills challenge. Precision passing challenge. Precision, what? Precision, Precision passing. That is tough. Precision passing challenge. Yeah. And who won? AFC won the AFC won. Was Here winner. comes Scraby's favorite, the lightning round. The lightning round. And they're going to have a long drive. I think that's amazing. Uh, the the best performance, I think, in the precision passing w- had to have either No other than? Either Derek Carr or Tyler Huntley. Tyler, uh, Tyler Huntley was very good at that. Put on a show in the precision he passing. He did. So did Derek Carr. Chris? <laughs> Get a life. I mean, it's it's. I will say Come this. On. I will say this. I prefer this over the tackle football game that they play. I would much rather watch this. This is more fun. And if we were watching, we get to hear from the guys. And I think it's a better way to get to know the players in the NFL. All right. Well, you Huge enjoy. Fan of you go Huge back fan of to watching that. We're going to continue on with the program. Trevor here. Lawrence, not good at it. All right, thank you, Scraby. <laughs> Chris is ready to move on from that. I'm ready to move on from that because uh, they are going to play a game that does matter in about 10 days. It's uh, Super Bowl 57, and the time has come in which we take a look at some fun Super Bowl facts for all of you. A little music would be good if you could 
get back to with our program, Scraby. The music has been playing for like. I'm not oh. hearing it. Not hearing the music. You really not hearing it? Oh, faintly. <laughs> wow. Faintly, I do. For everyone out there that they, 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 they don't know, Chris is Chris has his headset up all the way. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You don't hear this? I'm the old man when it comes to hearing. <laughs> yeah. That is for sure. My wife is constantly telling me, why like, can't you hear me? <laughs> I heard that. I, see, I always tell her I heard that. I see why. Yeah, I heard that. All right, NFC versus the AFC Super Bowl. Who's won more over the years? First 56 Super Bowls. NFC leads 29-27. to 27. NFC so is just better close. anyway. We know that. Uh, favorites. The Eagles are favored this year over the Chiefs by two points. Favorites are 36-20 and 20 in Super Bowl games. And against the spread, you're actually better off betting the underdog. Favorite has won 26 times against the spread, the underdog 27. There have been three pushes in Super Bowl history. The last was in 1999 when the St. Louis Rams were favored by seven and beat the Tennessee Titans by exactly seven. Seven. Yeah. Fell of the ball came about five One inches yard short. short. One yard short for Tennessee, exactly. Uh, this is the one that stands out pretty much every year we do this. It's the luck of the white jersey in the Super Bowl. Through the years, the white jersey team has won 36 and lost 20. That's the same record as the favorites have. This year, the Chiefs will be wearing white. White has won 15 of the last 18 Super Bowls. The last team to wear a dark jersey and win the Super Bowl. Scraby, you watched the game earlier today. The Kansas Chiefs. City Chiefs yeah. in a dark jersey beat the 49ers. The Eagles also won in a dark jersey in 2017. But uh, That's why they're going back to it. That's why they're going back to it, because they got the choice this year, and uh, Philadelphia decided, forget the white jersey stuff. We're going to stay with our dark jerseys, and, uh, and uh, Kansas City will wear the white. So we'll see if this works out in the Chiefs' favor. The team that scores first has won 37 Super Bowls, lost 19. Pays to get off to a quick start in the Super Bowl. Teams leading at halftime are 41-11. and 11. Four games have been tied at halftime. The MVP of the Super Bowl, this is strange. 31 quarterbacks have been the MVP. Only seven running backs. The last time a running back was MVP of the Super Bowl? Want to try to predict that? Or that the Redskins? That? Or was that the Redskins at the time? No, Terrell Davis Whoa. in 1997. Oh, yeah. you got to go back 25 years since a running back has been the Super Bowl game MVP. He was tough to stop. He was pretty good, yeah. Uh, San Diego guy himself from Lincoln High, as we know. Uh, this will be the 12th time that a one seed from the AFC faces a number one seed from the NFC. Uh, only the time, 12th. Only the 12th time that the two one seeds have both survived. Uh, Philadelphia, New England, 2017 was the last time it happened. Uh, going back to the quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts will be only the second quarterback ever to wear number one in a Super Bowl. Can you name the other? Uh uh, Cam Newton. Very good, Scraby. Cam Newton. Thank you. Correct. Nice words. Uh, I don't know why. I, that, I just channeled something. Against the Denver Broncos. Uh, there's been several quarterbacks who have worn Patrick Mahomes number 15. Among them, Super Bowl one and two MVP Bart Starr. 
Uh, New York Giants quarterback Jeff Hostetler wore number 15. I was just getting ready to say that. I don't know why I knew that one, too. You knew that one? Yeah. Uh, There's been two other quarterbacks behind, uh, besides Mahomes, to lose the Super Bowl wearing number 15. I'd be shocked if you got either of these two. Wait, does Patrick Mahomes count? Yes, other than Patrick Mahomes, quarterbacks wearing number 15 to lose the Super Bowl. I don't see you guys. Fran Tarkenton? Uh, no, uh, Vince Ferragamo of the Rams. No, wouldn't have got that. Moral of the yeah, you're right. Never gonna, wouldn't have gotten either of those. Never going to happen. Gonna get them. Uh, Super Bowl by the numbers. Never been a punt return for a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Only but, kick returns. But there have been 10 kick returns for a touchdown. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard is the only uh, uh, special Hester. teams player ever to win an MVP. Ooh. You're not going to name all the, the uh, kick return touchdowns. Uh, last was Percy Harvin of Seattle Ooh. against Denver in 2013. You know, you know who's in that list? Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones, Jones has the longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history. Yes. I believe it was 108 yards. Yes, and then uh, Hester had one, Beleaguer too. Yeah. 49ers. Correct. Fulton Walker, the Dolphins, had a kick return one time. I went crazy. Um, <laughs> I went crazy. <laughs> there's only been, if you're if you're among these crazy bettors, uh, bet on there being a field goal in the Super Bowl. There's only been two Super Bowls out of 56 with no field goals kicked at all. That is crazy. And you got to go back to 1974 for the last time it happened. Wow. So there's been a at least one field goal made in every Super Bowl since 1975. If you're betting on there to be a safety in the Super Bowl, know that there's been nine in 56 games. So, When was the last one of those? It would, again, I believe, was in that Denver-Seattle game when on the very first oh, play of the yes. game, they snapped it over Peyton Manning's head oh, and man. went back for a safety. That's when you knew it was going to be a rough oh, day. Man. It was a long day. That was a bad yeah. game for him. The other thing is, is if, there, if your team gets a pick six, you're almost guaranteed to win the Super Bowl. There's been 13 teams that have had a pick six. They have a Super Bowl record of 12-1. and one. The only team to get a pick six and lose was the Atlanta Falcons, who pick six Tom Brady and then went on to lose that famous Super Bowl uh, at the end of the 2016 season. There's a two-point spread in this game. The last time there was more than a seven-point spread in a Super Bowl game, all the way back in 2007. It's been 15 years since there's been a big spread. That was New England against the New York Giants. Oh, wow. New England was favored by 12. Wouldn't you know the Giants won the game anyway, 17 to 14. They were favored by 12. 12 points uh, was the Super Bowl spread back in 2007. But there hasn't been a game over down spread since then. Not going to happen this time. Philadelphia is favored by either one and a half or two, depending on where you look. Hmm. All right, so now you're a little Hmm. more knowledgeable about the history of the Super Bowl out there. Yeah. Third time the game's been played in Glendale, Arizona. Do we know where it is next year? Uh, I don't. Let me look I that think up. It's, is it in Vegas? It's Ooh. coming up on Las Vegas pretty soon. It's on SoFi. Let me see. Tony, don't turn around. I already seen it. They're oh, down 12. turned around. Yes. Yeah. It Laker, is in Vegas. Laker game is on the TV behind Tony in the studio. But well, let's talk about the real thing that's on in studio oh, the, right the, now. <laughs> With the water the water <laughs> I, they are having a great time. They do seem to be enjoying themselves. There's ten, so so basically, they the they're standing toss. about, what, 10 yards apart? Yeah, something like that. And they have to flip the 
the water balloon and have to catch it without it exploding or dropping. It looks like they're being eliminated as they drop it or something like that. Terry well, McLaurin. Oh, Terry McLaurin. Another, it another, another I think it's another teammate, right? Throwing it. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Okay. So two members of the uh, Commanders <laughs> are playing against two members of the Lions. <laughs> right. So I see. that is how I, I guess that's the lightning round. The lightning. This round. is the oh. water balloon challenge. <laughs> I, I think it's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's actually... There's something fun about watching water explode on somebody. Yeah, because the players themselves are having a and lot so of now fun. They, and so now the, the AFC teams going. first, now they're doing they, all the AFC teams. They whittle them down as they as they eliminate themselves. As they get as they, uh, drop a water balloon or, yes. it, or, it, uh, or get doused. Crashes. Yeah, one of the two. All right. Check out the highlights later, everybody. <laughs> Please. Even, you don't have to check out the highlights. You're giving play-by-play to everybody out there. I love it that it's linemen versus skill players too. Like this, like Terry McLaurin just got a water balloon basically off the ground, and the linemen. That's how they won. Yeah, and the linemen just keep getting hit in the face with the water balloon. All right, this incredibly exciting sports day continues. More water balloon coverage when we come back on Gwen and Chris. 4.38 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. We started to kind of get things back on the tracks, right? Was the uh, music playing there before you started talking? The music was playing yeah. once again. Interesting. Still not hearing it, huh? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, what, what about this? Name and logo. You hear that? You hear that? What did Ben text you, Ben Higgins? Oh, I thought this was quite... Quite yeah, a... that's really funny, Ben. <laughs> it's really funny, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, so, Ben. We were talking about Chris not being able to hear it, and Scraby chimed in that he has his volume turned all, all the, the way, way up. up. So Ben texts Chris and I. He says Ben uses the same. He uses the same jack, the headphone jack. As I do. Yeah. He says I show up in the morning, and if I forget to turn down the headphones, I blow my ears. It's hey, so 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 loud. <laughs> Sam, Sammy Lev in the beginning of the year. Learned that very quickly when he first put his headphones in. You know what's funny is I've experienced it too on a day where Chris is gone. Uh, I think I put my jacks in there not really noticing that it was like turned all the way up. And sure enough, dude, scared the hell out of me. All right, all you guys, that's just, I'm feeling like I'm getting teamed up on now. No, I, I honestly uh, You think... know what I'm going to start doing, Jamie? <laughs> what? What? Name and logo. You know, Chris is actually Chris has actually taught me that I need to keep my headphones lower when we're doing the show yeah. because I I don't want to have it all the way up when I'm older. I have uh, yeah. that has been ever since I've gotten into this business where I'm having headphones. This is one thing I am always super aware of is volume level. As, as every how often I'm having to turn it up too loud because then I start worrying about my my yeah. hearing. So yeah, me too. Well, I don't. Worry about my hearing. Um, I turn it up as loud as I can because otherwise I yell into the microphone. Even though I yell into <laughs> well, the microphone. I was just about to say, what's the difference? Well, just if I had it down, here's about normal. Then I'd be trying to talk like this because I wouldn't be able to hear Oh, because you want to hear yourself. Yes. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you kind of have to hear yourself. Yes, well, it's, it's anyway, tough. It's an, issue. it's an issue. What can I tell you? People ask me, why do you have to hear yourself? And I'm like... You- be, you, go ahead, Tony. It, it's it's funny. Like it, it doesn't you make sense. It doesn't make sense that you do that. You need to hear yourself. But once you've done this 
you realize why you need. I can't even really explain why I need to hear myself, but I, I definitely need to hear myself. I know I'm on the mic and and it's coming through clear when I can hear myself. But if I like go back here, I can kind of hear that I'm not next to the mic. But yeah, there's some inside. Scrappy, radio. are you delaying the uh, start of the Big Five? For no, any let's reason? go. You're looking for a carryover. Here <laughs> no, let's, we can't do carryover. Chris, where's the fans? Big Five up after traffic. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Chris is right. No time to waste. So let's number five. Get right to it. it appears. Why are you going so fast, man? Slow down. Because let's... we have Christmas the fans. Oh, that's I right. just realized we got 13 minutes to do this. You're sabotaging your own. I was. Own I was. It appears individuals within CBS management noticed fan complaints about lead NFL analyst Tony Romo. Andrew Marchand said on the latest edition of his media podcast that CBS approached Romo about some questionable on-air performances. Following the 2021 season, he said on the podcast, quote, Tony Romo needs to study more. He needs to be better prepared. As you move away from the sidelines, you need to do more more work. I know CBS is aware of this. They tried an intervention last offseason. They knew. They anticipated this. That's a credit to them, the people in charge there, but it has not gotten better. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, have realized or have recently seen that Tony Romo's been a lot as of late, he didn't know what Burrowhead was, which I think if you're the lead analyst, you should know what Burrowhead was. But Tony, is Tony Romo still an enjoyable watch for you? Yes, and I don't. Uh, you know, I, we'll see if any of this is even accurate. This is just off the word of Mr. Merchant, right? Marchand, yeah, uh, yeah. We CBS hasn't come out confirmed this. I mean, we don't know if that's extra. Have I noticed that Tony Romo has slipped? I don't know that he slipped. I think he might have been feeling himself a little bit based on all of the compliments he was getting early. But I don't, I don't, I, again, saying somebody doesn't study and isn't prepared 
I think that's unless you truly, truly know. And we know how these podcasts go these days. You know, you say anything to get people to like or subscribe to your podcast. Um, it's hard to know if it's true. But if it is, um, I'm sure Tony will will get it back on track. I think he's good. I do. I don't necessarily think he's the best, but I think he's good. Chris? Troy Aikman's the best, but Tony Romo is really, really good, and I, I don't have any problem with it. I don't notice it. All right. You don't like you guys like the oh what's he gonna do next Jim? <laughs> I, I do like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right, all right. He's agonizing with the with the team. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. I'm not going to uh, waste time arguing. It we was a have... good impression though, Scraby. <laughs> it, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> we have had the pleasure of getting to know Eli Apple over the years. He likes to talk trash, and I kind of enjoy it for some reason, but. He's uh, heading into an offseason where he's an unrestricted free agent, and he's not guaranteed to come back to the Bengals. If you look at his defensive stats, he's near the middle bottom of corners in the league in regards to passes, defense, and tackles. He had no interceptions last season or this season. Chris, if you're a GM and you need a corner, would the constant trash talking turn you away? I'm an old man. Eli Apple's on my lawn. Ooh. Yeah, I don't... I, I would. It wouldn't... I don't know that it would 100% turn me away. It'd be a factor in my decision. All right. I like guys that just play. Yeah. I really don't need the trash talk. Uh, I understand it's kind of more accepted in this day and age, but I haven't come to totally accept it all. Tony, if you're a GM and you need a corner, yeah. would the constant trash talking of Eli Apple turn you away? No. It wouldn't. Even... Uh, okay. Ultimately, what would turn me away is him being at the middle, middle bottom, bottom yeah. of what he's doing. I, I'm off. I if you are talking trash and you are backing it up, I'm perfectly okay with that. But if you're talking trash and you're at the bottom, middle, middle bottom, as you called it, I don't know that that's something I'm all that interested in. Now, if I'm desperate, I don't. You're the best option out there. I it, it will, and there's a close guy in between that may have a, a uh, be a factor in me signing you or not but in terms of just the trash talking by itself no all right currently during the pro bowl they're doing Stop the, it. Punt, <laughs> the punt selection uh, the the linemen are trying to catch punts and they have to catch them with other balls in the hand so that's unbelievable i do love this yeah, I, it's I, humble. Well, I why don't say. you just stop go home and watch the rest <laughs> of I, I would if you guys if you guys could run the board i would because nobody listening to this program wants updates on linemen catching punts the problem is i have no idea who these guys are because right, well, they're just stop yeah. stop focusing on it. You got a big five to finish. Dodgers team CEO Stan Kasten, along with the other Dodgers executives, met with reporters yesterday to discuss the, that, the decision to not bring Trevor Bauer back, according to ESPN. It wasn't a tough one, who said team decision makers were quote-unquote unanimous in their desire to cut Bauer. Quote, the decision we reached was unanimous among the people that are charged with having to make this decision. Um, he told reporters that it, it contradicts Bauer's version of the story. At the time of his release, Bauer put out a statement saying he met with the Dodgers before being cut and was told the team wanted him back. Uh, the Dodgers said that's not true. They've always wanted him to be gone. So, Tony, will Trevor Bauer ever pitch in the major leagues again? He's been, uh, he's been able to be signed for a little bit now, that's right? That's a great question. Maybe not this year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the teams will elect to let the temperature drop a little bit. 
Neither of these two individuals seem to be very trustworthy, and that includes Stan Caston on this one. Ooh, you okay. I don't know much about him. Yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> okay. Chris, do you think Trevor Bauer ever pitches in the major leagues again? Yes, I do. Okay. But not for a while. All right. That's it? Well, I don't believe either side either. I mean, it's a, weird, it's a weird thing for Trevor Bauer to come out and be like, they said they wanted me back. Yeah, I, I, it's hard it for is. me to believe that the Dodgers really wanted him back, but it's hard for me to believe that Stan Kasten and them were just a thousand percent sold on wasting all the money they wasted. <laughs> right. I like how they're acting, they're acting right. so, they're acting like we never knew this guy had any sort of character issue or anything Listen, the maybe past. they didn't know he had those type the, of I ca- agree. character I agree. issues. But there has That's been fair. things in the past, so... Oh, man, we're cruising through this big five, guys. <laughs> That's okay. You can always do punt, catch, and play-by-play. Don't have to ask me twice. Oh, sounds is that like Hufanga? You, sounds like you might have a future. Hufanga is up Stop in the punt. Stop it! <laughs> You're we losing have... all our listeners. No, I'm, that's not true. We have talked about Cincinnati Mayor Aftab Puraval in his video last week saying he needed a paternity test to prove Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' father. Well, as we all know now, this really bothered the Chiefs. And on top of it, it really bothered Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs. He was on the Jabroni. The Jabroni. He was on um, the Kelsey Brothers podcast, New Heights. And they talked about it. Hold on, I lost my place. Why'd you lose your place? Because he's watching the punt. (laughs) Because Tony pointed at the screen and Fred Warner's doing stuff. (laughs) Okay. On the Kelsey Brother Podcast, New Heights, they talked about the mayor, and Travis Kelsey learned something about the mayor, and now Travis Kelsey has responded. So here is what they talked about. And of course, mayor. Mayor Jabroni. Can we get over this? (laughs) Let's not keep harping on the mayor. We're talking about it. Let's talk about it. Why did that one get you so fired up? Gonna get a paternity test to see if Burrow is really Mahomes' father. Shut the f*** up. That was a little far. Frickin' weenie. He's a mayor. He's just trying to get his city fired up. You're right. He's a that's why you should know your role and shut your mouth. He wasn't even mad. He was like, well, yep, he got me. Like, you know, <laughs> Did he really? He was like, that's fair. Best of luck to you. <laughs> Pretty fair. Well, now I respect him. He took it well. He can have fun. All right. You're not a weenie anymore. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you guys, Chris, is the mayor of Cincinnati still a weenie? Yes, he is. And a jabroni. And <laughs> say he is. <laughs> He can't win me back. I mean, if I'm a Cincinnati fan, I am ticked off. I'm blaming everything on him. I'm blaming almost everything on this guy. I mean, look, the the Chiefs played with the world's biggest chip on their shoulder, and the biggest thing they commented on was the whole (laughs) Burrowhead thing. Literally. And the mayor doubling down on it and talking about how the guy was Mahomes' dad. That ticked off the Chiefs to no end. If I'm just a casual or even, I mean, a hardcore Cincinnati Bengal fan who didn't get a say before the game, I am really, really upset with this guy because I think he helped motivate the Chiefs. Tony, is the mayor of Cincinnati still a weenie to you? <laughs> no, he's not a weenie because he can he could um, take he a joke. Back and he, but yeah. it's still his. If I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, I I hope he loses his next election. <laughs> because, oh wow! Because he just cost my team. We're gonna have to a pay Super Bowl. To that you know We're, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I do, I do. You know how sure. fans are like. I'm sure many of them, when he said it, probably in the back of their mind was like, "Man, that's not gonna that's not gonna end well for us." Yeah, and to see how they they end up losing the game, and like Chris said, it was the first thing these guys mentioned between it was top two things, Burrowhead 
and Cincinnati, and the, and Mayor. Cincinnati Mayor were the two things mentioned most. Mayor Jabroni, I forgot. <laughs> Mayor Jabroni, <laughs> after that game was over. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of give him a little bit of credit for going out on the limb because if the Bengals did win, this would become something more than we all think it would become. But they didn't. And the funny thing is, is not one chief player said. You know, I want to thank our coaches for all the hard film work they had no. this week and getting us prepared for this game. I want to thank my teammates for executing the game plan. Thank Mary Not Jabroni. one said that. Not one. Every single chief player said, I want to thank the Cincinnati mayor for popping off and being an idiot. That's the reason that we won this game. So you go figure out what happened there. Sorry, all right. Mayor. All Dummy. right, Mayor Jabroni. Number one. 49ers Nick Bosa met with the media as he cleaned out his locker, and he gave a little insight into what it's like to try and tackle Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. They The media asked about the play when Hurts was nearly sacked for a safety, and here is what Nick Bosa said about that. Uh, yeah, he's strong. <laughs> yeah, he's very strong. Uh, I was trying to pull him back, but um, yeah, he's deceptively very strong. You got any uh, idea on which, which quarterback's going to win between he and Mahomes? It'll be a good, good battle that I will not be watching. So. <laughs> what do you say? Will not be watching. He will yeah. not be watching. Not a boy, Nick. First off, I found it very interesting that he said Jalen Hurts is very strong and it was deceptively strong because those are things that you just don't really understand yes, when we're but sitting on the couch. What's he gonna say? Uh, I should have sacked him in the end zone because he's a weakling. No. I no. mean, he should have sacked him in the end zone. That was a huge play in the game. He said he couldn't because he was too strong. Yeah, well, the, the, that's what I mean. I don't understand why Chris is coming after me on this one. Not coming after you. I'm coming after anybody with the last name of Bosa. <laughs> okay. Because the other guy ruined it for the both of them. <laughs> oh, did. yes. Yes, he did. He did. He did. Uh, former Pro Bowlers are now talking about Joey Bosa. Now, and... now Nick seems like the calm one, right? Because it yeah. used to be Joey yeah. was the calm one. Nick was yeah, the one that anymore. was. It seems opposite now. No, uh, Max Crosby did uh, an interview, and he was saying it's just embarrassing for Max what Crosby. Uh, oh, Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. It was just basically embarrassing that he was complaining about being held. He's like, you get held on every play in the NFL, but players did not. Joey Bosa is not in a good place right now. I think Joey had a few pops. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm leave it on that. But what about his comments after the game against the Jaguars? I think that was. Clearly, right after the moment. Okay. I'm willing to give him a pass. Although, he still doesn't look good with the way he handled the whole no, Philly fan. No, thing. no. Tony, you're up first in this one. If you lost in the a- NFC AFC Championship or even say like the NLCS ALCS, would you watch the game? Uh, first, to Nick's original point. Jalen Hurts and Oklahoma squatted like 600 pounds. Yeah. So he, he, I believe him when he says he's strong. He's probably assume he's gotten stronger as an NFL player. Yeah. Uh, I probably would. I probably would. If I got that close, I know um, when when I got when I was on the Brewers and we got eliminated uh, by the Phillies, I didn't watch the next series. Okay. I took a little break. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, man. It's too close. You, you you play that long, you work that hard, and then you get beat. Yeah, it doesn't... Not to, You don't really want to see any more baseball at that Chris, point, or football in his case. Yeah. Chris, would you be able to watch the games if you lost at the right before the championship uh, game? Probably not for a few days, but, I mean, there's a two-week break between the championship and the Super Bowl, so... Yeah, it's a little different. In, yeah, in, it's a long time. In that I mean, case, I, yeah. I, I think I might be able to come around. All right. Watch it for not the sure, big five. but I think I would.
Five o'clock hour, a.k.a. the happy hour. On the way. More Gwen and Chris. Oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot. We're doing Chris versus the fan. So uh, 833-288-0973 if you want to play. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.